0: Hey, this is Mike Doherty with Browncoats to Redemption and you know whats shiny Sci-fi Saturday night We will begin
1: in mass invasion
2: We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war
3: Don't think you get me so easily
4: It is now time for
5: us to put Earth under our rule.
3: It's your
0: sacred
4: duty to tell us the truth. Confess and trust that you will give you witchcraft. You think me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up.
1: Five by Saturday night.
4: It's Tallcast 162. That's right, we've done 161 of these damn foolish things. And here comes another one. Tonight, we're talking about Ninjas Versus, with the Ninjas Versus gentlemen. Uh, So, in in lieu of that, what we're going to discuss, right off the bat, from Sub-Level 451, Book Burning and Fried Green Tomato Body Wrap Pavilion, I'm the Dome, and if I was doing the next Ninjas Versus franchise movie, it would be... Ninjas versus penguins, because penguins would definitely win. In the revered Time Vortex, Violent Soundboard Vixen and Queen of Petroleum Byproducts, Kriana.
2: Ninjas versus red shirts, because in a surprise twist, the red shirts would actually survive.
4: That would be the first time. It
2: would. Absolutely. That's (laughs) That's why it's a surprise twist.
4: From the stacks of her personal silence zone in the Dank Dungeon Reading Room, keeping cool, calm, and collected... It's the Zombrarian, Ninjas versus?
5: Ninjas versus or Zombies versus? I'm confused <laughs> now. Yeah, you said Zombies versus. You can't change yeah, zombies. things on me. That's not organized. He you you. Surprise. Zombies. Ninjas versus the Library of Congress cla- classification system because I've never seen anyone get it right, but Ninjas just might. Wow. What
4: about Zombies?
5: That was almost interesting. Zombies can do duty Decimal because it's easier.
4: Well, until their fingers start falling off. From the Four Color Vault of Comics Mm. in Manchester, New Hampshire, the woman with more heat in one hand than, than, well, we're not going to go there. (laughs) 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 It is the dead redhead ninjas versus?
3: Uh, Justin Bieber and they'd finally, somebody would kick his ass and I'd laugh. And I'd pay to see that. Oh, Poor
2: Justin. <laughs> <Peter>. <laughs> Poor I kind I'm of Justin. feel bad for the guy. Like, I mean, like, not that I like him, but I don't feel like he's, like, mean or anything. He's just kind of like a silly annoying. little pop star. He's just a silly pop star. He does the best he can.
3: He's just annoying. Leave
2: Justin alone! No,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <truth laughs> Now the truth wins out. Uh, yeah, Priyana's well, a you know,
2: if Java has a thing for Leonardo DiCaprio, I...
4: You can have one for you're, Justin? You're no, in, I don't. God
3: damn it. Yeah. Kriana, you're a believer, aren't you? I,
2: I don't know what that
4: means. And you <laughs> don't want to ever know. It's okay. From Cinema by joining us tonight in the guest chair tonight, LL Soares. LL? Hey. Ninjas, ninjas versus?
1: I thought you were going to do zombies. I was going to okay. say zombies versus giant uh, lawnmower blades because I fucking hate <laughs> zombies. <laughs>
4: Okay. And, and that kind of works. Our guest tonight from Ninjas vs Monsters or or Zamb Zambonis.
2: Oh.
4: Crap! Oh, <laughs> ready. Executive producer Daniel Ross and director Justin Timpain. gentlemen. Justin Timberlake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Amazing. Got him on the show. Don't know how, but what the hell. So, hi guys. Hi, ninjas versus Justin. Uh, I'm gonna have to go
0: with rednecks.
5: Nice.
2: Is is that like a spoiler?
0: It might be. You'll just have to watch the movie to find out.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Justin, ninjas versus multiple Santa Clauses.
2: Oh, how about like robot Santa Claus? And it's timely.
4: Very timely, very timely. Well, Santa Claus, <laughs> that's like the L fly from the first season of Saturday Night. That was great. <laughs> ah, so in the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about ninjas versus monsters, or vampires, or zombies, and uh, and the, the cool stuff that's going on with these guys. And uh, I'm told that Daniel Ross does smell amazing. We will find out if that's true. If it comes through.
0: I do smell amazing and you'll never know. Well, Spoiler alert, that's a lie.
2: Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's a lie that we'll never know? Or, <laughs> or
4: it's
2: a lie. Because <laughs> 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 if he's outside, like, right now, I'm going to, like,
0: freak out. Hey, 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 Justin. Justin. <laughs> yes. yes? Yes? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey.
2: Okay. <laughs> There's someone with a coffee screen name in the chat room who shall remain mostly nameless, saying that Daniel smells like cookies. So, I think that he also... smells like
1: coconuts.
4: Oh, oh my! Daniel so smells by. like some kind of nut. As we do every every show, the first half of we will talk about whatever the hell we feel like, and the second half of the show we'll talk about Daniel and Justin and whatever the hell they want to talk about. So. Let's start this week talking about. Um, Did
2: you forget what you were supposed to talk about, Dom?
4: No, I didn't actually, but I just think it's the weirdest. You know, you know, we make jokes like this, and they're not very funny when we do it. But I mean, oh, Pan's I know. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro is adapting Pan's Labyrinth into a stage musical.
3: Hmm. Oh. Everybody, pause and be silent for a moment to let that sink in. No, no, no. My first question is if, well, my first statement is that if Doug has nothing to do with it, I don't know how long I give it.
2: Uh, but it has Guillermo, so... It, has, it does, does have <gasps> Guillermo together.
4: Just saying. And, and for people who are old and may remember it, writing the <laughs> lyrics to the songs is Paul Williams.
3: Oh, my God! you didn't say that He's alive? <laughs> It's, a phantom it's, from the because paradise. A, it's because he's actually a dwarf. That's why he's still alive. What? Really? Mind blown.
2: <laughs>
1: you should have done the music for the Hobbit.
3: Well, oh. he's only like four foot. You know, four foot zero. Oh,
2: he really is.
4: Yeah, yes.
3: yeah. Oh, he's shorter than I would be, and you all know how short I am. Mm. So
4: then you would be. I don't understand. <laughs> then you that. would
5: be if you were wearing
3: heels. <laughs> she like... would be if she still had her legs. Obviously. Ah. Oh. <laughs>
4: Oh ever since the train accident it's been a whole different story. Here we go. <laughs> hmm. So Kriana, can we talk about uh what's going on with us our, our dear friend Spider Robinson? Um well he's a pretty cool guy. He's yeah. one of the coolest guys in the universe. And he is going to have a
2: live lecture um, in conjunction with Boing Boing, I think, and because they're they're pretty awesome. Yep. And um, no, actually, sorry. Con- in conjunction with Starship Sofa, all right, which is our rival podcast. No, just kidding. <laughs> um,
0: um,
2: he's gonna do a seminar about how to write science fiction, and it's like a one time only. Live thing, and if you've ever listened to one of our shows with Spider on it, you know how fucking awesome he is. Oh my god, yes. Really, like, go do, it's on January 26th at 8pm UK time. So, it's gonna be an awkward time for anyone in the States, but it is so worth it. This guy is awesome. But anyone who listens to the show already knows that. Just saying. If
4: you haven't ever heard Spider talk for one or two or three hours we yeah, got
2: really.
4: a couple of shows that he's been on with us that Three actually off like that's
2: more than a couple three it's a few
4: a few shows a few and you know it's just i i could sit and listen to him talk for hours because he's he's and we have. fun and we, we have. have we absolutely have uh so i will be there and you guys should be there as well it's a uh, a once in a lifetime kind of deal let me tell you Hey, remember, uh, what was it, last summer when uh, uh, that god-awful Wonder Woman pilot came out?
3: Ugh. I thought wow. she was kind of hot, okay. I'm you the know, only it, one who thought she was hot? Come on.
4: You're the yes. only one. You're totally You the are
3: only. the only one. I
4: thought she was hot. Okay. I you're thought he was very handsome. Come on.
3: Don't <laughs> oh mind
4: well, David E. Kelly proved that he can't write a Wonder Woman script. Uh, so, with the success, uh, quote unquote, of Arrow, meaning it didn't tank completely, CW has decided to try Wonder Woman yet again. Ow.
3: Sorry. Uh, ow. I'm sorry. I get very upset about this. You guys know that. Why? But think about it, dead redhead. The- this is the same. This is the same network that
5: brought brought you such fine programming as Smallville and The Vampire
3: Diaries. <laughs> who was it to watch Smallville? It was not the dead redhead. No, hey, it was not. But I'm just saying.
2: Shut up. The Vampire Diaries is,
5: comes is like good lovely. when you're
2: high
4: or something. <laughs>
2: Wait, I've do. got
4: one of those stupid rings! I can walk out and be sparkly! Oh, shit. They yep. don't
3: sparkle most of the time.
4: They do sparkle. And they do have those stupid fucking rings.
3: Sparkle. Ooh. No, they hey. should leave Wonder Woman alone! And
5: to make a point about the vampire diaries and their stupid rings before we talk about Wonder Woman... Sure. Um, I'm, we have to admit that the whole ring that lets you walk in sunlight thing also happened on the two best vampire shows of all time, Buffy yes, the Vampire Slayer, and angel. a crossover episode on Angel.
4: Absolutely did, First John. season. Yeah. Absolutely.
5: What? One of my favorite my angel, angel episodes ever, so. Well,
0: so when he walks out on the beach, yeah, yep. that moment, like, that was damn I wish cool. there was more...
2: Back, and that back guy... when David Boreanaz was kind of sexy instead of, like, pudgy.
5: <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, anyway, Wonder Woman. Really,
0: really. I, I, I hate, I hate to chime in, guys, but like the consensus around my house is that old David Boreanaz is cuter than than young David Boreanaz. He's
4: not- oh. No, no. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what?
3: Oh,
2: he's not pudgy anymore. Yeah, he's around like, oh, here. He's not broody. He's just
3: kind of like he's not singing Mandy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss Lauren. I, I want know. Lauren to be real.
3: I, mean, I was really so sad when that actor died. I, know. I, mean, I was really sad about he that. He was so funny. He was like or, the show.
4: He was when he came into his own in season three. Was probably the best actor in the series. And it was great.
3: It's true. It One really of the things that uh, so. uh, this is Justin
0: talking. One of the things that uh, Dan, Daniel and I formed sort of our, our friendship on. Was a uh... was after I had seen it one time through a massive two year rewatch of all of Buffy and Angel in tandem in order as they aired. Oh man! And, no, uh,
2: when I when I started rewatching Angel, I I got addicted to Sea Breezes again, courtesy of, courtesy of Lauren. <laughs>
0: man, it was it was it was it was rum and coke for us. We my my wife would come down for all of about ten minutes and then go to sleep. And then we would just stay up watching Buffy and Angel for hours, and it was it was from that that we drew a lot of the inspiration for the stuff that we did that we'll talk about later. But it's uh, um, without a doubt, as much as a lot of people love the other Joss uh, properties, just thinking about those two shows is uh, makes me sad for modern television. Oh,
3: well, that's so the last season of Angel was one of the best things Joss has done so far. I love the absolutely. last. Season. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I just, you know, you get that really authentic Lauren experience with a good sea breeze. <laughs> well, that was his drink. I was like, I want to taste this, and then I was like, wow, that, that's actually pretty good.
4: So. Wait a minute! I remember that, but that's okay. <laughs> See, I didn't, I didn't
0: go for the drinks. I just went around trying to kill my friends' babies. Perfect. <laughs>
3: that's fine. Do you believe that, that that baby ended up as the kid that ended up on Mad Men? This is the guy everybody hates?
0: Oh, Glenn. Yeah, you know, I. I don't, I don't get the Connor hate as much. I feel like the Don hate just spilled over into Connor hate.
4: But I don't said, get the Connor
0: I, hate. I, I like Don. I
4: thought Don was Nobody else character. likes Don. Oh, I like Don. Okay. Here we go. So one go other ahead. person
2: likes Don.
4: Don was sweet. Don was a great character, and it wasn't her fault that she was never really alive.
3: No, Don no, I just, Dawn I was like, like
2: the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened to Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
3: When Connor, well, came back Angel, Con, when Connor came back, I don't know. There was just something about that actor even then. He was just kind of pouty and kind of like, ooh, I hate oh, I everybody. Him. And then when he yeah, went, he no one's got that. He's him there, too. He grew up in hell.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Every I every time
3: you on it, I'm get out, get out, get out, get <laughs> out.
0: Terrible. <laughs> terrible. I just always wanted Fred to die. As long as Fred died, I would be happy. Oh, oh
1: boy! Happy die oh, that oh, last, last,
4: uh, last season of Angel was just just filled with the most gut wrenching stuff. Ah, I, I was, It wasn't that gut
0: wrenching to me. I, I I genuinely enjoyed it. So, so
2: have you
0: guys seen Acker, guys. in
2: the Woods?
0: He hates yes. Amy Acker.
2: Do you, do, you, do you agree that Cabin in the Woods is kind of what Jess always wanted to do with Wolfram and Hart? Because I, I was feeling that.
0: Yeah, I absolutely. That.
2: I could see like, that. Like, from the very beginning, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I could see this if he just had more of a budget that this totally could have happened. It was yeah. just this, like, really long, like, Angel episode without Angel in it, but that was fine.
3: Yes, absolutely. I get that.
0: I hadn't occur- it hadn't occurred to me until just this moment of, yeah, after that, that's completely right.
3: And you know,
2: from the first like two lines of dialogue, I was like, "And this is Joss." If I didn't, <laughs> if I yeah. didn't know, I knew. He's
4: doing the fucking narration, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like. But just,
0: here, here, this is why it feels like Angel though. It's not just Joss. It's Joss and David. Hmm. And that's yeah. it's because because David Greenwalt was running Angel too. So it's I mean that's of course it's gonna feel like Angel because it's the two of them working together.
2: The dream team.
4: So, LL, you you wanted to talk about some of the best movies of the year? I guess so. I haven't really
1: done the list yet.
3: Oh, okay. What? We're
1: going to be doing that over a Cinema Night Fight, but one you thing didn't... I am looking forward to is uh, Django Unchained coming oh, out. Oh,
3: I can't it's, wait to see
4: that. That's probably the one movie I want to see most. Mm. Seriously, isn't Tarantino just kind of, you know, like, like a raw nerve and a broken tooth at this point?
3: No. No, no, well, no. No, 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 no. It's for Tarantino. me. Tarantino the source is, material of that movie he's making is so amazing.
5: <laughs> well, and Tarantino is very hit or miss, but when he hits, you he's can amazing. tell beforehand that he's hit. Like,
1: mean, he's like, he's I mean, I don't agree at all. I think everything he's done has been great. Yeah, but what's a miss? I mean. for... yeah, what's a miss?
5: I would argue that *Inglorious Bastards*. If he oh, had a, best, he'd
1: be a miss, terrific, yeah. no, *Inglorious Bastards* was a masterpiece. <laughs>
3: Mine would be Jackie Brown because no Jackie way. Was, of all the Tarantino's, is probably everybody
1: says first. that. Everybody always puts Jackie Brown down, yeah, and mine but would it's be a solid, solid movie.
4: Volume two.
3: I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Oh, I'm Kill, saying that all, for all, all of these movies. Don't it's even my start dome.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. Boy,
1: dome. I feel bad <laughs> for the dome.
4: Hey, me too. I feel bad for me too. That
2: but makes, I mean, that makes
5: one to, of us.
4: Yeah, <laughs> fight me. Kill Bill Volume Two is just an anticlimactic, you know, blood fest, Nothing else. Which and, is fine.
3: And your problem? <laughs>
5: <laughs> there
3: was so, another so point us, to uh, any of Kill Bill? I have no problem with that. <laughs>
5: no. I know, I'm just confused. Especially it's if
1: you think so it as so one movie, it works fine.
5: Yeah, if you, think, if you think of it as a movie on its own, I can agree it's a little shaky. But if you think of it as a continuation of Kill Bill 1, then it's fine. I'm going
2: to try this. You see how it does. Speaking of movies that are a little shaky on their own, The Hobbit is coming out soon.
5: Bum, bum, bum.
2: It worked, right? That that segue totally worked. A little
4: bit. <laughs> if you read the reviews, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, and I have been, and I'm very interested, and I think they're all full of crap, and it's going to be awesome. So.
4: Yeah, but you love the, seg- the source
2: material. Well, yeah. So screw everyone who hates it. Peter Jackson, <laughs> you're mostly my homeboy, except when you change endings. So I'm going to trust you on this one for now, until I see it, and then I'll probably be pissed.
5: Well, the ending of The Hobbit... Doesn't really need much changing to make it a. Ag- Neither did die? the
2: Lord of the Rings. Yet somehow,
5: <laughs> well, yeah, I, was, no, but Lord Ducks. of the Rings doesn't need much changing. But I can understand where, from a Hollywood standpoint,
2: it made no sense. It made yeah. no sense. You will never convince me otherwise.
5: And-, and it was incredibly boring. Yeah, it was. I feel. I feel like the Hobbit has a Hollywood-esque... Because it's makeup. a
2: children's book!
5: Exactly! Yeah, it's But I don't babies. think they going to change it because I think that it will be palatable to uh, producers. Who well, are that's basically... one movie I'm not going to go see. Did you, did, you, did you
2: just call producers children? Is that what just happened?
3: Yes.
5: Most of Hollywood is filled right. with well,
2: children. Well, I guess I could agree with
3: that. So. Well, that's true. There just happens to be adult children, that's all.
2: <laughs>
4: what about ghost children? Yeah,
2: they have to wear bigger diapers. <sighs>
4: ghost children as in uh, Dan Aykroyd and... and uh... No, as in Justin Timberlake's kid. <laughs> ah! What? ah! What? My kids are sleeping.
1: You said it was, it was a ghost child. An apparition. Oh, a yes.
2: sleeping ghost child?
1: Yeah. I didn't know ghosts slept. <gasps> and
5: you should. Oh, this is an American oh. Horror Story. The girl dance. Uh, oh, I God. love
1: American Horror Story. Oh, my God. I
5: love that show. Oh, my God. The first season I
1: thought kind of sucked, but the new one's really good.
5: Oh, I The love new the- one is scaring me a lot. Like, I can't watch it at night before I go to bed. You know what it's like? It's like I actually, I, if, I, I, if, I, if I can chime in, I
0: just finished American Horror Story. I, I kind of plowed right through it uh, in the bowels of the evening's past, and I was really <laughs> taken aback by it. It was really, really good. It was... It was challenging. It was uh, interesting, and then it turned into a Christmas special, and I was like, "What?" And I, yeah, oh, the
5: weird and Santa. Thing about That Christmas special in the first in the first season.
1: Oh, the first season. The yes, yeah, the first the first season.
5: The first season. The weird thing about that Christmas special, it didn't actually happen around Christmas, did it? Didn't no. it happen in like January or yep. some yep. weird time? I
3: can't remember. What was the first season's Christmas special? They're all oh. sitting
5: around in the living room decorating the tree. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, I hated
5: that oh, one. Okay. She's,
4: she's cooking those pies. Those cookies. Yeah. Yep. That was creepy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's kind of the point.
4: Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, speaking of Christmas... With... Or speaking of creepy, go either way with it. Speaking of <laughs> the creepy
5: jar... I'm going to go with speaking of Christmas because I have... The first gift suggestion from the Sci Fi Saturday Night Crew this year. Okay, go for it. I what didn't do know you got? They were doing gifts this week. Jeez. We, we weren't going to, but then I found this and I wanted to. Silly um, So, Jeffrey Brown, who wrote an amazing book called Vader and Son, which I have that book. It's which astounding. You've probably seen at least snippets of all over the internet. It's adorable. It's an adorable little cartoon about what would have happened if Darth Vader actually raised Luke. So He's cool. writing a second one, uh, not a sequel per se, but a t- like a complementary book called Vader's Little Princess. That's all about <laughs> Leia, <laughs> his relationship with Leia, which I feel like is going to be a little bit creepier than the Luke one. Because, like, in the Luke one, they're going to the zoo, and they see a, um... Oh, what do they see? I a Chewbacca. Guess. They see, yep, and, uh... An Ewok. And Luke's on the playground, and he says, Greedo pushed me, and Vader says, Well, did you push him 1st uh-huh. And uh-huh. it's just all this adorable little stuff. they, they cut off his arm! <laughs> and then he cut off
3: <laughs> That's adorable? <laughs> well, Yeah. I, I feel- look
0: it, it's long as, as long as Vader walks into a room and sees Luke and Leia kissing, and just yells, "She's your sister!" I
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> then he goes, "Yummy." <laughs> Spoiler yes. alert! Oh, sorry.
5: <laughs> nice. So, anyway, that if you're looking for a gift for a geeky dad in your life, I highly suggest those two. Yeah. Hmm.
3: So our
4: our favorite television channel in the universe, or, or uh, HBO, Siffy. no Siffy. Oh. The Playboy Channel,
3: Fox. <laughs> there we go.
4: Vice. <laughs> Sci Fi is announcing its winter programming, and uh, uh, it's, it's all reality shows. It's yeah. Now, and I've I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with Sci Fi over this or Siffy. Uh it, these these Saturday Night Mansquito movies are bad enough. <laughs> oh, I love Mansquito. Well, somebody had to. You're the one. Congratulations. <laughs> is he a man or a mosquito?
3: He's a Mansquito. We
4: don't, we don't care. <laughs> this season they've got so many freaking reality slash ghost shows. It's oh. ridiculous. I mean, Face Off is coming back for season four. Face Off, I really?
3: like. <laughs> Eh. Okay. Show.
4: Total, I hate that show. Total Blackout. Here's a great one. Total Blackout. What's that? You. you
5: Urkel it's hosts. host that thing when you, you walk Oh, I to... love Urkel. We <laughs> have to start with the guy who played Urkel is the host of this show. That's oh correct.
1: Is he dressed like Urkel? No. And he's
5: oh, got these buggy no eyes though. that aren't. Screw yes, that. All by glasses.
3: But,
4: he, but he does wear the bow tie. That's all that matters. <laughs> huh?
3: Well both are cool, so that's all.
4: <laughs> Okay. Then you've got Ghost Mine.
3: Huh.
4: Okay like <laughs> Ghost Mine is the story of a mine that was abandoned eighty years ago when a series of tragedies gave it a bad reputation for being haunted.
0: This Okay is- you see, I thought you said ghost mime. This
4: makes more sense. Oh, yeah, that's Doug Jones' new show on Sifty. That would have been the Doug Jones story. Speaking of Doug Jones. Yeah, yeah,
2: totally. Totally.
4: Okay, (laughs) then there's Robot Combat League. Oh, Ninja's gonna fight him.
2: That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that will be pretty (laughs)
4: awesome. If it isn't lamer than shit. Then there's Haunted Collector. Then there's Seven or Eight.
3: That's terrible. I I watched like 20 minutes of that once, and I almost like... uh, this the Haunted Collector
0: it. pisses me off. You gotta love this show. What about... Everything is haunted. This lo- this bottle of lotion is haunted and causing <laughs> violent
3: things to happen. And there's no <laughs> truth of anything. Anytime <laughs> this, Any time this bottle of lotion is out, violent lotions happen. It
4: was once used by Ava Braun. That's <laughs> what...
5: <laughs> now
4: Not you know Campbell. what
5: I'm waiting for. At, after hearing this list, you know what I'm waiting for?
4: Lost Girl Season 3.
5: Well, that, that... And, and Haunted Hoarders. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. But, Whoa. you guys
4: have to admit, there's one good show on that
1: channel. It's really scary. It's called WW Raw.
2: With oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's science
1: fiction. I'll never know.
2: Warehouse is well, warehouse this, 13. Qu- What's this is quality
0: programming?
4: Back, right?
2: you... Warehouse
3: 13?
4: Uh, Warehouse thirteen is not being shown during the winter, according to this news
5: release. It should be. I thought they were
2: a split season.
5: I know. Which means it won't start up again until oh. February, which is February or March, is, or March, uh, which is
3: spring. February. So no watching Sifi for a couple months. Right. <laughs> Except
4: Lost Girl. That'll be real easy
1: to do. Oh
3: please! You know we all watch
2: Lost Girl when it aired in Canada.
4: <laughs> it was much easier to watch then, to be honest with you.
5: We watched Lost Girl before. It was cool, guys. Yeah, we're hipster nerds. Absolutely.
4: total hipster. hipster. And
5: we're at the halfway
4: point. My God, where has this first half hour gone? We've totally wasted it. <laughs> job, guys.
3: It's kind of what we do. Uh,
4: yeah, we're doing a good job of it tonight, too. Which yeah. brings us to this week's Facebook poll. Who is your <laughs> favorite clone? Mine was Which... Ozo.
3: Oh my gosh, we had literally was it, 18 different choices. We had people adding clones up the wazoo. And this all started as kind of a joke because... To me, especially with the whole talk about Smallville, I hate when they use clones as the deus ex machina. It's like, oh, we don't know what it was. It was a clone. You know, it's like the evil sister from the 70s or something, the evil twin. So it was kind of a joke that we put it up, and yet everybody apparently loves clones. So
4: evidently,
3: um, we, have two, we have three ties
1: this week. What are they?
3: Coming in in at third place is a tie. Actually, why, thank you. I I like this one. Coming in at third place is a tie between Dolly the Sheep and Mitt Romney. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's tough. Wow. Okay. Uh, Coming in at number two is a tie. Between Madeline Pryor, who is Jean Grey's clone from the X-Men, and X-23, Wolverine's daughter. Kind of.
4: Kind of, yeah. Madeline Pryor is way cooler, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she, was, she was the fucking Goblin Queen. Come on. <laughs> oh, I know. There we
3: go. <laughs> and they're coming in at number one. Everybody's favorite clones we Spider have are Boba Fett. And Duncan I yeah. Cho. <laughs> Ta-da. I don't remember who uh, I voted
2: for. I think I voted in that one, but I don't remember who I voted
3: for. You I voted for Dark Jedi Oh <laughs> Yeah, that guy, yeah, because I remember. We that. wanted Jake and Dean Venture to win because there are favorite clones, but you know, mm. whatever. Wow. I, I'm
0: the I just favorite I'm sorry?
2: Clones? Yeah, I was I was having a flashback to when I used to read the Star Wars extended universe before it really sucked. So,
4: by, by the way, I want to thank Doctor Tiki, who voted in this week's poll.
3: Doctor <laughs> Tiki,
4: and he voted for Lady Gaga.
3: Dear Doctor, oh, oh. <laughs> she actually got a few votes. Dear Doctor Tiki, please come on the show again.
4: Absolutely.
3: Thank you, Doctor Tiki. We will have the new one up this weekend, folks.
4: So, everybody, check it out.
3: Alice Cooper has said in the past, we are all clones. So.
1: That's one of his best songs.
3: She is. I love that song.
4: Which Sorry, Rianna. Versus... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. ninjas yeah.
3: versus what now? What? World. Monkeys.
2: Ninjas versus monkeys. Oh. So I would totally watch that.
4: Riser, planet that. of the ninjas. I apes. Whatever.
3: Ninja Apes.
4: Daniel Ross, Justin Timpain, Ninjas versus Hi. Monsters, Ninjas <laughs> versus Vampires, Ninjas versus Zombies. Where the hell did this come from? And more importantly, where's it going? Go ahead, Justin Ross. Me? Okay. Um, well,
0: uh, it comes from here. I'll, I'll start the story this way. It comes from Clerks too. You um,
3: <laughs> weren't even supposed to be there that day. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> um, so, so it works like this, uh, Daniel and I, uh, uh, Daniel continues to be a professional actor, I'm sort of on hiatus from doing that as I've been directing and producing for the last five years, and uh, before that I was also um, uh, an aspiring professional actor, and we were here, in that, we're in Washington, D.C., and uh, we were kind of unsatisfied with some of the choices that were open to us at that time. And as, you know, he and my wife and I, we all, we all went out to go see Clerks 2 because I'm a giant Kevin Smith fan. Um, And, uh, and there's this scene at the end of Clerks 2 where they're in a jail and while they're in the jail, they're kind of contemplating what they would do with their lives because they're unsatisfied with what life is giving them. And uh, one of them says to the other says, I would buy the, I would buy the quick stop and run it myself. We'd run it ourselves. And we stepped out of the movie, and you know, as always happens when we go to a movie, my wife ran right to the bathroom. And while we're standing out in the lobby waiting for her to come out of the restroom, uh, I said, "We're going to buy the quick- we're going to buy the Quick Stop." And he goes, "What do you mean?" And I said, "We're going to buy the Quick Stop. We're going to we're not going to wait anymore. We're going to do this ourselves." Um, and this is just in the middle of our Buffy watch that I mentioned before, and so using that as sort of the, you know, for lack of a less incendiary term, DNA. Of our uh, of what we were going to do, we uh, said, "What can we do that sort of takes everything that we love and the smarminess of Joss and the sort of you know, cheekness, but with a serious side, with you know, action, but breaking the fourth wall a little bit." And, and we went to a blockbuster, whatever that is, and uh, and <laughs> and looked oh, for the movie awful. that.
4: Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, look! for the movie that wasn't there. And we just sort of came up with ninja. You know, we like horror. We are huge fans of horror. Huge fans of Buffy. I'm a giant martial arts fan, um especially. Mm-hmm. I, they're, I don't want to say as as big as some people I know, but I love um, a huge fan of like Drunken Master too, and and yes. and a lot um, and a lot of the the you know anything direct or fight choreographed by Master Ping, and you know. So I I I wanted to throw that into the mix and ninjas vs. Zombies was born, and we made it, and it's almost an okay film. <laughs> <laughs> the good The great news is is that we made ninjas vs vampires, which was um, which is an okay film um, and it has a lot of things about and I, there's a lot about zombies that I really love because there's it's like watching the first clerks that has so much heart to it but we clearly have no idea what we're doing so the mistakes are all there on screen and the, it 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 has its own charm for that reason um and then we made vampires which which is sort of the the middle child where we are trying to take it to a more professional realm and trying to do something a little bigger and a little different and then by the time we made the one that we just finished uh, now is Ninjas vs. Monsters, uh, which is actually screening in Brooklyn um, this Saturday. Uh, um, we finally kind of got the formula down, I think, where we have something that, in terms of low budget and ultra-low budget, we are you know, truly independent, raise money ourselves on Kickstarter. In terms of what you can accomplish with that, I think we've, uh, we've raised the bar to something that has not been done before.
3: So, so if yeah. we have any fans in Brooklyn... This weekend, or, or tonight, actually, tonight, go see
0: the <laughs> yeah, movie. Tonight, yeah, tonight at 8 um, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, at Indie Screen. I'm sorry, not at 8, at uh, 11, I think, at
4: Indie Screen. So you'll um, have
5: exactly it, enough time to finish listening to the podcast and then get own. over there. That's
4: right. So you guys are cranking one of these out every two years now ninjas for yes. zombies 2008 vampires in 2009 and monsters and coming up uh, this week yeah, uh, what are you going to crank out next that that's that going to be my next question i have an me, idea Rock? i have
3: an idea ninjas versus podcasters it's funny you should say that because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I am also the king of the segue. um
0: uh, we are going to be spending a lot of time working on our podcast network that we have, um, where we are not your rivals, but rather we, we worship at the throne of, of this podcast. Um, but we do have a dirty, a, a dirty Star Trek podcast and a, uh, oh, and a bunch shit. of other things over, over at geeksradio.com. Um, so don't ever skip this show, listeners that you're listening to, to listen to ours. But when this one's done, and you're like, oh, I just, I have another hour to kill. Go over to Geek's Radio and listen to us talk really dirty about Star Trek. <laughs> like to give us an example. Hot. Oh boy. Um, if like, you talk well, about like, uh,
1: like Mr. Spock's cock or something
0: like that. Mr. Cock. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Spock's cock. <laughs> we had, we had a, we, we had a. Uh, um, a whole episode where we, we talked about how Captain Picard was talking about how humanity had nothing else to do but better itself, and we just got into how Captain Picard likes to better himself all over Crusher's face, and then he <laughs> better himself, and, and and you know that's that the the Which euphemism of that is.
2: Oh uh, well, you see, oh.
0: that's the thing. That's the thing. We don't we don't want to go there, uh, but um, see, this is
2: the difference because we go there all.
0: All <laughs> yeah. uh, the time. What's the last one we did? Oh, we also, we also, uh, and it's it's so true. We talked about how uh, how important duty is to uh, Picard. He's a big fan of duty. Uh, <laughs> um, and sometimes... Hey, here's the 30, thing. Sometimes. I am not a podcaster. I'm not a podcaster at all. I, I listen in hard to some of these things because my best friend Justin has this awesome podcast, and it has such traction, and people love it so much. and I just listen in horror because it's like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I grew up with Star Trek. But I don't know all these little nuances, and he knows it so well and can quote you anything. I just kind of have to sit back and go, okay, this exists. <laughs> but like, like, for, If you're a big enough Star Trek nerd, you'll know how great it is But I think that perhaps that before Jadzia died, Worf took a turn at the Dax hole <laughs> Boy, did he. Boy, did he. Oh, is fine. See, right. that, so that's it's it's really dirty, but my parents will listen. They'll go, oh, "There's nothing wrong with that." So, <laughs> there you go.
3: yeah, I think. There and is. we all know how data is fully functional. So,
0: yeah. uh, programmed in
4: multiple techniques. That's
3: yes. right.
4: That's right. In multiple speeds. The, fully
2: functional in data. every way.
4: Hey, she, he made Denise Crosby smile. Nobody else did that. <laughs> <laughs> he was on that show. So.
0: So, he can yeah, give you so pleasure I... and a colonic all at the same time.
2: Uh, <laughs> fully functional in every way. That's right. Uh, take that as you will.
0: Well, you know when he when he said he was fully functional, I wondered if there was actually a vagina down there too. Hmm. Um,
3: oh, <laughs> and does it get hot but, and cold? So,
0: but and but the thing is, then then after I saw the movies, after I saw the movies, I was glad the data could go fuck himself. So. Uh, hmm. <laughs>
4: I think a few of us may have felt that way as well.
0: Yeah. So.
4: so, Hey, you know what? Hey, 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 Justin,
0: where where can people go see our movies? Where can they go see our movie right now? In Brooklyn and nowhere else yet. But uh, where can they be tomorrow when they're when they're hungry for more? Oh, when they're hungry for more, they can feast at they can feast at the trough of Netflix, um, where where there's... So, Daniel, since I've been sort of talking at the storm and I haven't let you say anything yet, um, why don't you tell, like, kind of what the movies are about, sir? Um, the movies are about ninjas kicking ass. What? Just regular ninjas, like like guys from Japan who trained all their lives? Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, then. And? Well,
4: that was straightforward. <laughs> that's, that's, Come on, Justin, work with me. <laughs> and? Yeah, I'm, I, This is how I throw it
0: back at Justin for putting me on the spot. Um, yeah, so so our, our movies are about these uh, 20, 30-something-year-old dudes uh, and gals who uh, are kind of miserable with their lives. And uh, in the story of zombies, not to spoil too much, ninjas versus zombies, uh, a long-lost loved one is resurrected from the dead, and to combat him, uh, these uh, friends are turned magically into ninjas and must fight the evil horde to save their town and quite possibly the world. So that is the story I'm of the zombies and the origin story of these characters, and somehow some have survived long enough to have a ninjas versus three movies. So I wonder who wins. Mm. Daniel, which ninja are you? Are you the bald guy? No, no. Um, in fact, Have you I seen it? Have you seen the trailers? No, I've, I've seen the we trailers. have
3: seen the trailers, yes.
0: And I didn't know who was who. <laughs> Well, so I just play played the, the, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I play the the foul mouth pizza delivery ninja. Uh, with the uh, oh, that's Edward. my favorite. That's right. He's the one. He's the one who fights with guns. Lots. Oh of guns. yeah. <gasps> because we're oh, cool, and, and why not? I have a yeah, question. He,
3: he, yes. Who, who is the young girl that keeps showing up in your trailers?
0: That would be me. Oh, in in zombies, in the zombies trailer, like the little Is She girl? a vampire or a zombie?
3: No, she. Well, she was a vampire. It looked like, or she got. It looked it. like, yeah. The
0: yeah. Little blonde girl. Yes, the blonde yes. girl in the nightgown. The, the I'm thinking she's talking about the monsters trailer. Yes. In the monsters trailer, There's a blonde girl that would the be that, was, that would be uh, Kira Kira Mascarello.
3: Okay, because she looked like she was in all three of the trailers, so I didn't know if this was, like, a mascot that you guys had. Okay, uh, I get what oh, you're Wow. So that...
0: wow. Yes. It's like a little kid. Um, oh, wait a minute. Did you say, like, a mascot?
3: Yes. Yeah, I think that's what you
0: okay. said. That's astounding. Okay, so here's why it's astounding. Um, that girl's name in the third trailer, the one who's, like, screaming and blood coming out of her mouth, um, the actress is Kira Mascarello, whose father's name is... Is colloquially we all call him mascot.
3: Oh, wow. so when you say oh. wow.
0: he's kind of like a mascot, I'm
5: terrible. <laughs> right. She's and... a mini mascot. <laughs> she's a medium.
0: There well, we she's go. She's a small, um, small. Yeah, medium. she's a like, petite. Um, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing about the about the movies, I guess for me was that like I didn't. I there was a real kind of void of anything that I kinda wanted to see in terms of indie film. Hollywood has been doing a really good job of, of especially lately, the last few years, pumping out multi million dollar films I really want to see. Like we I yeah. looked at the films of the next two years and between between you know, The Hobbit, for those of you hating it, sorry, but, like, between that and Star Trek and Star Wars, and there's so much coming that I'm just jazzed for. But I looked at the indie film market. There was a ton of horror, which I like. I, I do enjoy horror, and I, and I, especially in this next film, the horror element of it is really brutal, actually. Um, and I enjoy that. Um, but there was nothing that really kind of had that, like, it was either too pretentious or it was just bad horror and... and they, you know, they're reaching the reach of, seed of the grass and blah, blah, blah. And as, like, as the kind of nerd that I am, and I am a big, giant, fucking nerd head, um, like, it the, the just wasn't there. The, the, the right combination wasn't there. And so that's really what we tried to make. is like, if, if there's someone out there who's a fan of Joss, and they like, or not like, or they can appreciate the, the low-budget aesthetic of, 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 like, an Evil Dead 1 um, you mean
3: things that might end up on MST3K one of these days?
0: Um, things that might end up on MST3K, except that, like, occasionally you go, well, that's actually not too bad of a film, and that's yeah. the whole. That's that's where we try and go for, and I think that that really we would love to be like you know the best parts of season six or the you know almost all of season three Buffy. Like that would be great. <laughs> Um, but we're but but you know, we're probably season one buff, you know, at this point. And and it's the it's we have been more than once compared. Like someone walked up to me after the first screening of Monsters and said, This is like it happened right in Sunnydale. And <laughs> of all the nice. that, of all that... the of all the compliments I've gotten and you know, making indie films, especially indie horror. You know, you get you get used to people ripping on you because it happens. Um, but we've we've had some really really good reviews of the first two films. Even the the people were over the moon on this third one. They were just really excited. As the
4: comparisons to Buffy just kept flying, I was like, "We did it!" If I do nothing else in my life, now, nice. That comment alone this is just like it happened in Sunnydale. That's like that's the Grail right there for you. Seriously, it's a great absolutely. Comment.
0: The funny thing is, you know, Justin and I set out what we intended to do. We, we made the movie Ninjas Versus Zombies. We were happy with it. It had its flaws, but it was, it was, we went from point A to point B. We accomplished what we set out to do. And it just kind of spewed out of there, hey, I guess we should do a sequel. Um, and we did. And then we were like, you know what, we're just totally done with this. We don't want to make movies anymore. And I'm like, all right, well, let's make another one. Okay. So we did. And now it's the best one out of all three, uh, in my opinion.
3: Nice.
1: Justin, did you yeah, they, say that your uh, your next movie is going to be more serious?
0: Um, well, I the only thing I know about my next movie is that it's uh, I am sticking by my guns, and I have integrity as a filmmaker, so there will not be a movie that has the word ninjas in it, unless somebody offers me money, in which case I will absolutely make a movie that has
4: the word ninjas. <laughs> well played. Now I read I read a review uh, that says. This The Ninjas Versus Trilogy. The yes. concluding chapter in The Ninjas Trilogy. Absolutely. There is, uh, there, is a
0: there is a definitive ending of the entire... Not just this, this film, but the entire story. It's been, so in terms of writing it, man, that was, this was the, the, the hardest part about this film is that we had to always jump in when we were writing it. We just hit it and hit it and hit it. And I talked you know, at length with Daniel about it and then and then with uh the guy who um, the guy who writes we have a comic book adaptation. Um, so so the guy who writes all the comics, Tom, uh Shelami with Azure Press. Like I've talked to him about it and 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 it was always this matter of making sure that the that that the people who are watching this film didn't need to see the first two. Yeah. And yet if they, if they were fans of the first two, they would get a lot more out of it ha- and that's, I mean that was that no, was a tough road to. Home.
4: absolutely uh, I mean, that, for, for it, the people who are with you from the beginning, that gives them the continuity that says, "Hey, thanks for hanging with us
3: that's right that's yeah. right.
4: but and at the same it, time like, you, you can't assume,
0: especially at our level, you can't assume that the person who's picking this up even knows the first two exist, right? So, so there there are moments moments where we go, okay, here's a shot that we took that pays off the first two. That so the people who haven't seen the first two will look at this shot and go, what does this mean? And we, I think we struck the perfect balance because we had a a, a a nice split in our first screening of people um, who, at the end of this one, said, "Are there two others?" And and they, they didn't really understand until the end that it was part of a trilogy. But the people who were the fans of the first two, you know, jumped at the at the the nods and the wrapping up of storylines. Let, let me let, let me jump in there, Justin. I, I would say Monsters has about a conclusive ending as Lord of the Rings does. Um, no, I so it, it it definitely comes to an end. It comes to an end. The ninjas trilogy is done, but there there may be something in there that could keep it going. And as Justin alluded to, it could be money. Um, it could be <laughs> other things. We don't know yet. But uh, I I think you know with science fiction, uh, when there's a will, there's a way. And I don't mean Will Wheaton. <laughs> God. No no. If, if Will Wheaton wants to be in the next ninjas movie, I'll make it. Okay. Otherwise, let me throw that out there. I know you're a listener, Will. Yeah, he
2: totally, you're, you're a, he, totally. He's a big he fan. He, he told me so himself one time. <laughs> it's because we keep complimenting on, on him on his gorgeous motherfucking
5: bouffant, so Absolutely. Yeah. So we haven't exactly
0: decided what the next step of the of, of our strategy is for making movies. Yeah. We're we're kinda waiting to see how this one does, but I, I think there may be more, and we will come to a conclusion and let you and your listeners know when that time comes.
3: Ninjas mm. versus buffons, guys. What's ninjas the easiest versus zombies? <laughs> oh my! Or, or uh, what's the easiest way to see the movies right now? Is it on Netflix or or streaming? How do we see it? the The full length movies right now.
0: Okay, okay so what still... you can do is you can go to Amazon, uh, Amazon streaming. You can actually rent uh, Ninjas versus Zombies directly there and stream it live. Um, you can look around, you know, do a Google search and you can purchase a copy of the D V D. We're available in the UK also. Um under both uh, Ninjas vs Zombies is actually renamed Zombie Contagion uh in the UK. Um and uh, Vampires, you can actually go to Netflix and you can stream us directly, uh, online from Netflix. Uh you can purchase us pretty much anywhere DVDs are sold, Target, Walmart, that's why, Buy, uh anywhere uh really and monsters as well. Yeah. Uh, we are so that, waiting so, to see what our distribution deal is. But you can probably see it this. tonight in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. But, it, look, if there are people out there listening, if there are people out there looking for a screening, if you and I know that there are probably people who listen to, to the show that might have film festivals, who might be involved with film festivals, who might know people who own a the theater. You, go, you know, I think I can get 50 people together for it. Shoot it. You drop us a line. Um, our website is, uh, is ninjasversus.com. Um you can reach uh you can reach me at Justin at ninjas versus monsters dot com. Um you can like like reach out to us on Facebook and if you think that there is like if you're interested in having a screening, if you're at a college, you know, and you go, Hey, we'd like to screen it here, just let us know. I mean there there are ways to work that out. For the so, yeah, like so, maybe so
2: guys, I'm gonna I'm fun. gonna point you into, in two directions. I know in Somerville, Massachusetts, they usually have a horror festival uh... every year. absolutely. and then the coolidge corner theater in boston um, does indie stuff all stuff. the time yeah. i would definitely try to reach out to them i'm sure they would do something
0: and that's exactly the kind of thing that we want to do a, gra- a, a grassroots campaign at the same time that we do festivals and 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 traditional distribution is you know i think it's it's a real possibility and uh... i would say by six months from now no matter where you are in the country, you'll probably be able to get a copy of it. So, so it's just a matter of how it gets to that point. If you're so in New York, here's a, a message just to everybody out there: If you just decide you have a really great idea, drinking in the basement with your best bud, uh, you never know it could become an internationally distributed uh, uh, smash success, um, which we're hoping to be. Right, Justin? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the plan. That's, that's the, the plan system. one
4: day. Eventually, maybe when we stop drinking.
2: Yes. <laughs> and that's, that's so Sorry. overrated. If you New
4: York have to, this weekend, the Philip K. Dick Science Fiction Film Festival, hosting the New York premiere of Ninjas vs. Monsters, Saturday, December 8th at 11 p.m. at the Indie Screen. Philip K. Dick wrote it?
5: What? what? Oh, this is another Philip K. Dick adaptation? That's why it sounds Yeah, I so know. Awesome. The, the
0: script... The script is really good, but the movie's shit. No, that's all the other. (laughs) Uh Don't be a dick, Justin.
2: Uh, Oh no, Philip
0: K. Uh, Dick. uh... Oh come on, I love the Adjustment Bureau. Wow. On
2: that note. Yeah. Seriously.
4: On that note.
3: Do we have a coming up calendar? Hey. <laughs> we
5: do. I, did, I was waiting for my cue. Your yeah, <laughs> cue I'm new to this, you guys. <laughs> coming up next week, we are going to talk to Francis Abbey from the fantasy web series Broken Continent. And then on December 22nd, we, from her web series Mythos, we're going to talk to Brown Coats Redemption alum Miriam Paltrow and then on the 29th we're not having a show because we're all going to be Christmased out and we don't want to talk to you guys
1: and you gotta go see Django and Shane
5: and you gotta go. go see Django and Le and it. everything else is coming no,
1: no, Miz, no no, Mis, no no
5: we can have
3: this fight later on the 29th, when we don't have a show.
4: Dead right Redhead?
3: Sci Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic Con, Granicon, and of ComicArthouse.com. Visit ComicArthouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music is provided by the Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD, the Folk, at Rob Watts online. Com. I want to thank Daniel
4: Ross and Justin Payne for joining us today. Ninjas vs. Sounds like fun. LL from a Cinnamon Knife Fight. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. Woo! And the Thanks usual for having us, guys. <laughs> and the usual suspects from the repair time vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana. Just because and- I
2: said there were gonna be consequences. Hello!
4: Oh <laughs> my god. I <laughs> had Grammar Girls <laughs> in <stumbled bad>. <laughs> What was that? that?
2: That was a dead
4: redhead. It totally was to me. Yeah, and right. The four color <laughs> right. the dead redhead. I'm here. This is Dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everybody. Good
1: night. I know...